And over the last couple of weeks, I've had a lovely time uh, catching up with Johnny Tudor. Lots of different stories. But today, we get the truth. Because we're joined by <laughs> Alwyn Rees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you're far too good for him for a start. Let's just clear the table right from the beginning, Alwyn. Do you remember the first time you met him? Yes, yes, I do. Um, believe it or not, I was playing a, a small part in a in a soap for BBC Wales, and I was playing a child. Uh, when I say a child, I was a teenager, and uh, I happened to be in the um, in one of the rooms upstairs because I wasn't needed for a couple of hours. So they told me to go and relax, which I did. I was in my school uniform, and who came in but John? And uh, he uh, he was going to listen to something that he'd done already, and he wanted to have a look at it. And uh, he sang "She," and I happened to say to him, oh, uh, lovely uh, phrasing. That's the first time. Not that you met me before that. No, no, that, no, that was the oh, first time. Oh, all right, time. then, sorry, carry on. Yes. Then the second time I met him was in the new theatre. I was working for the um, caricature theatre, the puppet theatre with Jane Phillips, and we'd been touring all around the country, and we'd come back to Cardiff, and um, we were doing a show for children in the afternoon, and uh, uh, at the end of the show, uh, John appeared on the stage because he was doing a concert with Harry Seacombe that night. Uh -huh. And Heather Jones was in the in the show with me, and so she knew John. I didn't, and uh, she said, "Oh, um, oh, hello, John." She said, uh, "This is uh, a friend of mine, Alwyn. She's working." He said, "Hello," and I can remember what he wore. Oh. He had a lovely red. A cardigan with brass buttons, <laughs> not unlike what I'm wearing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he always was a snappy dresser. I think that's that's the, right from what we've seen in the past. In the past, uh, Johnny, that, that obviously you said no, that wasn't the case. When did you first meet Alwyn? Then, well, I can remember. I thought the first time was it was in the new theatre, but she she oh. reminded me there that I was at, doing an overdub of the Beeb, and that's when she saw me singing she. Mm. But that when we met properly, it was in pantomime. After that, in in. Um, where were we? Puthcall. Puthcall, yes. Yeah. We met in a pub. There was a meeting, a, a team meeting with the producer and the director, and we met in the pub in Cardiff to talk about the pantomime we were going to do, Dick Winnington and his cat. And I was Dick, and she was Alice Fitzwarren. And that was the first time we really met and worked together, and that was the scene of the crime. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds nice, doesn't it? That sounds, that sounds beautiful. And but the thing is, now, when you are, you know, Welsh singing and broadcasting royalty, aren't you? It runs in the family. Sassy Reese. Well, yes, yes, my girl. mother. Heno, heno, hen blantbach. Heno, heno, hen blantbach. That's right, yes. Well, my mother was um, very well known, particularly in North Wales, really, uh, for um, radio and then television. She had her own series, which was called Jim Crow Crustin. And uh, she, she, well, I mean, she, she used to do a, a programme uh, every other week. They, they used to have a, a light entertainment programme uh, from North Wales one Saturday and from South Wales the following Saturday. And my mother was... Um, the singer in it and she would have her little song on the Thursday and then she would have to sing it in front of the audience live on the Saturday and then the uh, South Walian one I think it was Peggy Edwards who used to um, sing in the in the South Walian version so I've grown up with um, people just working and going to do radio mainly radio with my mother she did an awful lot in Bangor before she uh, came to do her television program down in Cardiff 
The funny thing is, Mal, uh, always with the Sassy did loads for the BBC, and so did my father about the same time. And we found out later, after we were together, that my mother, my father and her mother knew each other. Oh, my wow. father had played for her on Welsh Rabbit. Yes. <laughs> it is a small world, world. It is a small world. Yeah. And she made records as well. I've, I've seen some of the, the albums. Um, yes, yes, she did. Um, she did uh, a few um, down here. I think it was Cambrian uh, was, the, um, was, the, was the company. And then she did one in London as well uh, for Delice. Oh. And and yes, um, which was rather nice. And um, she also uh, had a, a huge um, record. When I say it's a huge record, it was, uh, I think it's 16, you know, one of those massive things, oh, bigger right. than uh, <laughs> the ordinary yes. one. It was 16 or something. And um, that had been purchased in Birmingham. And what had happened was uh, my mother had done this big concert uh, with David Lloyd and uh, there was a gentleman there who recorded the whole thing. And so he started selling them unbeknown to my mother. She, she had no idea. But somebody, uh, an, a relative, I think, who was living in Birmingham at the time, uh, told her that uh, uh, she had this record. So we've got these records. And then um, the BBC sort of changed them over um, tried to do their best to clean them up. You know what I mean? Because they were yeah. very old. Funny you should say about David Lloyd. <laughs> my father made me laugh. He said, Sasty is singing with David Lloyd and he ain't no punk. <laughs> <laughs> He was a big star, David Lloyd. Oh, I know. Oh. He had a lovely voice. David, My grandmother loved him, loved him. Yes. Some of the only records we had in the house, the Salvation Army and David Lloyd. Ah, there we are. <laughs> and of course, Sassy Reese records, they were probably at the back. But, you know. <laughs> it, um, now then, a, a proper Welsh family, because broadcasting and singing and going to become a teacher. Yes, yes. Well, what I did was um, I, I was going to go to the university to, to, uh, to study, wait for it, music and philosophy, if you please. Oh and then uh, anyway, I didn't uh, get the, the, the correct um, grades to go. So they said in school, they said, well, why don't you just stay another year? You, you'll pass flying next time. And I said, no, I've had enough. I don't want to. So I went to the normal college in Bangor and um, I studied music and drama there. And uh, I became a teacher for, for a year. I had to do my year. Um, and I, I, I uh, taught music, if you please, in a primary school in Llandidno. Right. Yes, in Lloyd Street in Llandidno. And it was great. I had a lovely time because um, all I had to do was music. And then I put a little bit of drama in and a bit of art in as well. So we would listen to uh, all sorts of records, perhaps, and then ask the children what how they wanted to play out uh, a situation and uh, if they'd like to draw what they, what they thought or if they then would just like to dance around the room. You know, oh, we had a great time. Isn't that lovely? Because my, my dad, <laughs> almost to his dying day, still was trying to get me to do my PGC or whatever it's called. He wanted me to have yes. something to fall back on, even at this this stage. But you, ha you had you had a proper job, so proper job, got a proper job, the pension and everything. Oh, but obviously, uh, yes, you know, yes. you went to the dark side. Uh, yes. Was it a difficult decision to 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 go pro no. to leave teaching? No. 
No, not at all. What happened was um, I uh, I was asked to uh, work for Cymru Theatre Cymru in uh, Bala Eisteddfod and uh, that's where I met Ryan and Ronnie first because that was the first time that they came together and there was uh, Gaynor Morgan Rees, um, Mary Griffith, uh, Stuart Jones, they were all in it and of course I was I was still in college really and um, so I, I, I had the uh, feeling for it, you know, I thought, oh yeah, this is what I'd like to do and then I, I was offered a few other little jobs and I thought well it's not quite right that I'm asking for time off you know when I'm teaching and likewise I, I if I'm doing a drama I can't expect the uh, professionals to wait for me to come after school yes. to rehearse yes. so I decided I'd have um, I'd have a go and come down to Cardiff so my mother said well it's best that you start now she said you try now if you don't like it or if they don't like you well you can always go back and teach can't you and I said yes correct so I came down to Cardiff with 50 pounds in my pocket <laughs> yeah, and he still got it. It was still a lot there. of money. That was a lot of money then. Just, to be honest, days. these days it still is. <laughs> so, so, Johnny, did I mean when you see there's a lot of people on television, Welsh language television at that sort of sort of time as well. Did you catch Alwyn on you know some of those Welsh programs? Well, it was funny because we were both about the same time working for BBC Wales, but never came across each other. It was like yeah. really weird. Um, like as I, she said, she saw me in the in the dubbing studio because I was dubbing something onto that program I'd done, but we never actually came across. I no. did Disca Down, my first one. I think I told you, which is the Welsh language one. And you did Disca Down I as did. well. I did lots of disco dance. But not the same time as me. But not the same time. Then I did oh four or five Akati for HTB, and I think you oh, did, I did some loads of those. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but we never, we never actually met. But um, I, I knew of him, and I'd seen him on the Singing Straits. I think it was just before I was asked to do um, the pantomime in Porthcawl. So I thought, oh yes, that's very nice. Oh, I know who he is. Yes, he's very good. Okay, yes, I'll, uh, I'll uh, do that. Sitting here, resting my bones, and this loneliness won't leave me alone. Now then, what about the language barrier? Because obviously you're naturally, naturally Welsh speaking, mm -hmm. and John, Johnny's just, a, he's a bit like me. He's a <laughs> He's a bluffer. It was a bluffer anyway at, at the beginning, Johnny, because your Welsh wasn't very good. Was it? I mean, did you fall in love in Welsh or English? No, I couldn't speak Welsh at all when I first met Alwyn. You could say Bodidan. I could say Bodidan. I was about it. <laughs> and then I decided, and then Meredith Evans in the BBC said, You're mad. He said, You're doing all these programmes in Welsh when you go and learn. And I mm. went and did the old band course. Yeah. Yes, it had nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with her. No, really. no, not at all. <laughs> I, I mean, just wanted to do it. I was brought up completely bilingually. My father, I can never re uh, remember him speaking Welsh to me at all. Although he understood it perfectly, he could, but he didn't think his Welsh was good enough. You know, uh, he was at, he was at the end of Victoriana, really. And if you didn't speak Welsh really well, oh gosh, you know, you weren't you weren't good enough. That yeah. was his look on it. But I, I I spoke Welsh with my mother and with my grandmother, so um, I was totally bilingual. 
So when John said he was going to uh, learn, I said, oh, well, good on you. Yes, very good. And of course, you, you did the Ulpan course while you were actually doing a summer season. Oh, I know. I was working in Torquay. I was doing Pontins camps. I was driving a thousand miles a week up and down the coast every night and coming back home to Cardiff and going to the Ulpan course at 10 o'clock in the morning, finish it at lunchtime and then drive back to Torquay. I did that for three months. Oh, that's yeah, I don't know. We did it, actually. I was dedicated. Dedicated. <laughs> dedicated. Well, there was a, there was a woman at the end of it as well there was a woman to speak to her do you speak to her in welsh at home or do you mix and match because i saw, heard you on the phone a little bit earlier johnny johnny's on the phone in welsh and then he comes back and mm. it's yes um uh, it's probably my fault that i don't speak enough welsh to him but when we go away we always speak in welsh not because we don't want people to know what we're saying it's just we think right we're going to we're going to really speak welsh now and make the point you know of doing so so that's what we do yeah. but i mean that uh, Sometimes we're in and out, really, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, because because we knew each other in English. It's a funny thing. This mm. there's people I've known since I've learnt Welsh. People like um, Howell Gwynfrin, for mm. instance. I'd never speak English to Howell Gwynfrin. No. It would feel wrong, and you feel weird because I know him. Is Liz Miles another one? Oh yes. I never spoke. I, I had a shock when I heard Liz Miles speaking English because she had a different voice altogether. Yes. <laughs> But I've known Alwyn first in English, mm. so we tend to converse in English unless we have to speak it well. Yeah. Like the phone went just now, it was BBC Bangor, and I had to speak Welsh to the guy, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> now they're working together, that first pantomime, was it, was it, was it love? In the pantomime, was that? that well, it, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, long after we got to the pantomime. No, we got together. Really, we were both married to other people at the time. So yes. Rather naughty. Right. It was the old. Um, it was the come dancing syndrome, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was difficult because you had two children as well. I know. Well, I so mean, how they still got them. They grew yes, up. Yes. No, no. What <laughs> I mean to say is, I didn't have any children, but you did. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was harder for you, really, than it was for me, yeah. to be perfectly yeah. honest. But yeah. um, now we're all the friends, and everybody gets on very well. I mean, uh, I get on very well with John's um, first wife, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. yeah. So what? But working together. So did, has that happened all the way along? Panto, obviously. Uh, yeah, well, little bits and bobs here and there. We um, uh, we decided to write um, a children's series. I, I used to do an awful lot of children's programmes and I used to really enjoy them. And my mother said, why don't you do something about shoes, she said. You know, and you can put a bit of dancing in. So we, we wrote this series actually when uh, John was doing a summer season in uh, Clacton. And so uh, in the afternoon, if we were sunning ourselves on the beach, we dot a few little ideas down and what have you. And then um, I went to see David Lynn Jones in the BBC and I, I told him the story it was all about shoe people. It was the shoe people, Dan Dried, it was called. And um, he said, yes, OK, we'll give it a we'll give it a go. So we did. Um, that was the first one, wasn't it? Yeah, we did our three series of that. Yeah. But what was the real was somebody got the idea from the shoe the Dan Dried and did a cartoon called The Shoe People, mm. which they sold worldwide and we never got a penny. <laughs> But the funny thing is, um, I was asked if I would do the Welsh version. And I said, the yes, voices. certainly, the voices. So I did all the voices. So at least I got something done. <laughs> I, 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 I need to say something now. Um, mm. You know the theme song on Gymraeg? I, 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 a bobble tree, skip, do, 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 a bobble oh, yes. tree. I sang that. 
So we all made a bit of money out of your ideas. That's good. That's a good. Because <laughs> the original song we wrote was Skidia Bach, Skidia Maud, Skidia Obo, Fluatlin. That's right, yes. That's much better. That's much, much better. Um, so you you still manage to keep your career going because John has been dropping you into various programmes. You know, we talked about Under Milk Wood. You're in Under Milk Wood. That must have been a, a lovely yes. project to be involved in. Well, it was, but of course I was in that before I knew John. Oh. Um, oh, yes. What year was that? That was 50 years ago now. Never? No. Yes, 1971 that was. So um, I, I just happened to go for the audition um, and Mavan um, Ritalo came with me. I said, come on, we're going now for this. We, I'll see you tomorrow morning. So we went and we did. We hadn't had an appointment or anything like that. We were very rude. Actually, what happened was Dilwino informed me and he said, hey, are you going for the audition for Under Milkwood? I said, no, what's that? So he explained it. So then I phoned Mervyn she said okay we'll go together so we did and uh, she was offered a part and so was I unfortunately Merv couldn't because she was she was taken ill and she went to hospital and so she couldn't do um, Mrs willy-nilly she was going to be which would have been a lovely part for her I was playing Gwenny the child because I'm only five foot and uh, <laughs> and your youthful looks always looking young well it was then anyway so um, so I went down there and taught the children to do um, the little song Gwenny Gwenny kiss the boys you know all that one yes. and um, I also had a little scene with uh, Peter O'Toole come back back come back look Captain Cat's crying. He's crying all over his nose. He's got a nose like strawberries. Uh, yeah, it was rather nice. I went down there quite a few times, actually. See, because Ruth Manning was in it. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes, of course, Ruth. Yes. And of yes. course, Ruth said that O'Toole wasn't down there, but he must have been down there. Oh, yes, Because he, he did a, a scene with Alwyn. And yeah. actually, he was in a bedroom next door to mine. I had oh. the smallest bedroom in the hotel because I was the smallest person. And, the most, you know, I mean, I wasn't important <laughs> anyway. But, um, yes, so he was in a room next door to me. Was he like? What was he like? No, the, Lovely. Uh, apparently, Wasn't charming. He had a special drink for the morning. Didn't he? Didn't he have well, yes, I saw it. I saw it, and I actually, um, I, I read, I read it out, and it was that I know there was all sorts of concoctions in it. There was, um, there was vodka for sure. There was brandy in it. There was wheat germ, and um, there were vitamins and what have you in it. Yes, and um, the night before um, my little scene with him. Um, uh, he he was in the bar and um, um, bought us a drink and uh, and he said now you're Welsh aren't you? He said you're proper Welsh. I said yes yes. He said my 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 wife is too. I said I know. I said I went to see her. I said in London with um, Sean Phillips. Where, yes, she was in. Uh, I can't remember the name of the play now, but she was in this play with Alan Bedell. And I said oh yes. I said I I um, I know of Sean Phillips. Yes indeed. Yeah, yeah. But he was charming. Yeah 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 lovely. He was really nice. And the, yes. yes and when, with that potent mixture he was. Fine to work all day isn't that brilliant isn't that, I've, I've asked for the recipe john john said he's going to try and find it for me so we, yes. we've got we've got a couple of, couple more ingredients now johnny there we are there we are but the funny thing was you know he um he decided that he was going to walk down um to set he did not want a taxi thank you no no i shall walk down he said so he had his breakfast and down he went and he arrived and um he said good morning good morning good morning and then he disappeared and then of course there was a, a stand-in for him well i'd never made a film before so i had to ask the first i said look i said will you help me out here i said i don't know 
what's going on here? What what do I do? So he helped me out so I didn't look um, a complete twit, you know. <laughs> but having said that, now again, you got to sing the song at the end. You sang oh, on the yes. film. Well, the funny thing was, um, uh, one night, um, Ryan was there as well, and uh, we'd had a meal, and he said, come on now, he said, we're going we're gonna to show these now. What, what's what, he said, you know, we Welsh, we'll show them. He said, I said, oh, oh all right, what, what are we going to do? He said, well, we can, well, you'll sing a few songs. I thought, oh, gosh, here we go. All right, I said, um, so he, he threw a, a book at me, and he said, um, pick one of them. I said, what do you mean, pick one of these? I don't know them. I don't know what's here. Anyway, one was Seogan. Uh, and so he said, yes, sing that one, that's lovely. I said, I don't know the words. Well, just read them. He said, they won't mind. So I did. So I sang Seo uh, Gam that night. And um, Brian Gascoigne, uh, who was the musical director on the film, uh, he said, oh, that was nice. He said, I like that. That was lovely. I said, yes, well, we've got so many. I said, so many folk songs. So on the Sunday morning, I was ushered down to the um, kitchen because of the acoustics. He said, lovely acoustics down in the kitchen, he said. And he just had a little little um, machine. And he said, right, uh, sing whatever you can, whatever ones you know, just sing them all. He said, because I, 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 I think we could use one of these songs. So I did. And I sang Seogan again. And um, uh, to my, well, not horror, but to my great shock when I went to see the film, I thought, hang on, <laughs> that's me singing at the end. <laughs> did they pay you for it? Well, no, no, no. It was part of the... Yeah, uh, they, they they ripped you oh, off yeah. there, babe. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> You should have so been paid for it. I was green. <laughs> Not the only film you sang. Malachi's Cove, and am I right? That's right. Yes, Malachi's Cove. I had a lovely Cornish song to sing in this, so I didn't know any Cornish, of course. Um, I could see there were a few words which are similar to the Welsh. So um, I found out about this professor in Cornwall and uh, I phoned him up and I said, look, can you take me through it, please, so that I've got the correct pronunciation. I don't want to sing it incorrectly. So he did. And then um, I went down to London and uh, recorded all the music. But it, it, it came here and there all through the film you know yes it was it was a lovely song it was very nice 